Hello and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's right, we've changed the name. We are not Game Train, we are the podcast. So the only goes, podcast on earth. It's all goes, I'm listening to podcasts. It's like, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I know that one. That's with Callan and Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The We are the podcast. Welcome to the, the podcast. Episode well, one. <laughs> episode one of the podcast. This is good. Could you imagine that? Now, anyway, welcome to Game Train 121. Yeah, hey. it's not as not as cool as the podcast. But it's anyway, cooler, I think. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you need to change the episode name to the podcast. Now I think so. That. It's done. It's uh, done. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm back after my hiatus, um, and we're going to be looking at stuff this week. So much stuff. It's just turned up. Normally, there's a lot of news because. We've waited so long, but there's just a lot of news, even in the last week. Hi, I'm Carl. We've waited a long <laughs> enough for this thing. Oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Callan of the podcast. And this I'm is Carl of the podcast. Of the podcast. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the only podcast you'll ever need. Delete the rest. Unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and yeah, we're looking at um, uh, Atomic Heart this week. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, wow, I'm infused by that one. But also, we've got uh, yeah, plenty of news. We're going to talk games we've been playing, like Hollow Knight and Diablo 3 and what Carl's been oh doing. Oh my goodness, so much. Oli Oli World, Ghost Runner, Dead Cells. They're the all old games. Well, we did. I did do um, stream uh, the Steam Next Fest, so there's a whole bunch of new games as well. Wow, so, well, I'll, I'll give you two. Um, Yay. And yeah, we're going to talk news and all that too. So I think we just go to news now. Let's do it. Okay, so we've had a bunch of news. Uh, probably the biggest one, um, a delay that's upset many people. People are very sad at this. Um, they're all very looking forward to playing this. Um, in that, uh, yeah, uh, the Justice League game got delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where you were going, oh man, my heart is broken. Nah, actually the Starfield also got delayed. So which one do you want to talk to first? Uh, let's talk about, um, Justice League because this should be a quick conversation. Yeah, it got delayed six months from May, so it won't come out during the Zelda Diablo Final Fantasy fun that we're about to have. Yep. So it was uh, just to do with that. In November, when other big games come out, so good luck to that again. Yeah, I like that they've moved it because there's no release dates yet, but, you know, also it's just the start of the year, so we haven't heard. I, I bet they're even bigger games. Well, it can't be. The ones coming out in that 30-day window are like some of the biggest franchises. Yeah, well, look, it ever. could come up against Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. It won't, Kellen. That won't be a problem. Well, it's getting delayed again. It's definitely not. No, no. Oh, you wish. There's, oh, man, guys. I feel bad about talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. What a long title. I know. I know. We should just call it um, Rebirth. The proper, we should call it the proper next Final Fantasy. Wow. Um, so, yeah, kill, uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, has been delayed. Starfield's 
being delayed. It was supposed to come out originally before June. Xbox promised us, so Xbox lied. Such um, lie. <laughs> uh, um, so now it's coming out in September, September 6th. When the titles started coming out, I'm like, oh, 6. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually, like, people seem to be, like, kind of fine or annoyed. I'm actually stoked about this because... This game is, it's going to be huge. We know it's going to be huge. And we don't oh, want to play it during look, Diablo and Final I, Fantasy. I feel like they were going to go with a June release date for some reason. I don't know. It feels like it, it was originally going to be a June release date. I think it? so. And if it had to come out in June, I would have been really sad too. Because I wouldn't have been able to play it as much. Yeah, and then by the time you get to it, the conversation's kind of not, the, it's not as like bright. Like, you know, people will be talking about it for ages. But that first week or two, you know, is that time where everyone's kind of wandering yeah. around. I'm not really interested in it, to be honest. Man, I'm I'm so hyped for it. It's it's so weird. Like normally, my hype no. levels start to wane. No, like, I, I actually couldn't care less. Man, that, that's so. Like we were talking about uh, who's I was talking about it, someone. It's because it, it's because of the genre of space sci-fi. I'm not interested. Oh, I'm just interested in pick up everything and do things. Um, Fallout style so i don't know how much of that will be in here but as long as that happens then uh i'm down mm. um so yeah what else oh yeah uh capcom had a thing today oh yeah did you watch that uh i listened to some of it nice how did it go um there's a new resident evil game called Def island coming out this year oh another resident evil game cool okay death uh, island yeah, I'm like, is this a battle royale? Oh, wow, it sounds like it. Holy I, moly. I know, but then Jill Valentine was in this trailer, so now I'm con even more confused. Is she RE3? Yes. Oh, the sweater one. Yes, the sweater <laughs> lady. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and also the Resident Evil 4 demo is out today. No surprise to anyone. Uh, right, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's the start of the game, the village area you go into. We all know Resident Evil 4 start, except for Carl. Wow. Um, there's a dog. Yeah, there's a chainsaw. Uh, so it's called the Chainsaw Demo. Um, and normally they've had timed and play restrictions on their demos. Like they go, you get 15 minutes and you can play it once. Uh, this time there is no time limit or play restrictions so you can play it as many times as you want well and is it just a whole area is yeah, that how so they i think it? i think it, I, i'm assuming it would be god so it'd be the start bit and then you get into the i'm trying to remember resi 4 um then you get into the village area so i guess this demo is more like pt you just own it and you can just play it at whenever yeah well like cool. most demos are yeah i guess so like they just exist Yes, yeah. So there's no, yeah. Well, there's a, there's an ending to the demo. As always, would be the full game. They would have just given us the full game. For free, <laughs> what if they for free early? Could they you, mess that up? Could you imagine someone messed that up so much? Who did? It? Remember, like a few years ago, when someone mistakenly released like a whole game for a dollar or something? Or <laughs> yeah. it was on the PlayStation Store or something. We all like got up at like. Oh, 1 what, what was that? Do you remember yeah. that? And they're like, "OMG, this whole game's free, you guys!" And I think they thought it was, was it the demo. Mac? No. Oh, it might have been Knack. It was Knack. It was Knack. Yeah. That wasn't a mistake then. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. 
Hey, okay, well, we should get this moving. Ooh, well. um, okay, let's smash through some stuff. Mortal Kombat 12 is coming this year, as they mistakenly announced it at an earnings call. The CEO just mentioned it at Whoops. the end. So <laughs> I don't think they're very happy about that. I would have personally liked to have seen the reveal trailer. Yeah. But And then, they, like, e every outlet in the world just went, yeah, this is news. And they probably were like, man, we were hoping people would miss that. He just said it in off the cuff. Oh yeah, also we have Mortal Kombat 12 coming out uh, later yeah. this year. And I'm like, yeah. yo, that's new. Uh, let's see, Dead Island 2 is now releasing a little bit earlier on the 21st of April uh, to just to get away from Star Wars, we think. And it's uh, really not earlier. It's still like years <laughs> late. Um, and uh, let's... The MetaQuest VR headsets are like going back again to even, they're going cheaper, but still not as cheap as they used to be before the price hike last year. So I think um, their their cheapest unit is is slashing about $100 and their more expensive one is slashing about $50 US. And that started on the 5th of March. So that's going to be the cheapest way to jump into VR at the moment, especially now with PSVR coming out. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the last tiny bit of news is that Austrian court ruled against PlayStation slash EA in the uh, loot box case now. Uh huh. So um, yeah, and oh, and they're ordering refunds. So they're, they're ordering EA to offer refunds, which I don't even know how much that's going to be, and what I would love to know that statistic. Yeah, it's like five hundred dollars. That doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Uh, also in news, um, uh, the biggest release this year has been like announced with a release date. Um, that's right, April thirteenth. You can also get yourself a hands-on copy of AFL twenty-three, the game. Hello. Yeah. No, I've left. Oh, okay. You're not gonna play it. I'm gonna get a new, a new co-host for you. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and then also, <laughs> uh, Diablo Four's announced its closed beta and its open beta. Closed beta is 18th to 20th of March. Those are for those ones that are pre-ordered the game. While uh, 25th to 27th of March is open beta for everyone. Closed Yay. beta only three characters will be available. Open beta, all of them will be available. It is act one of the game. The I don't know what the area is called, Frozen Peaks or something? I, I would have no idea. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, it's, it's all of act one uh, up to level 25. And if you level up to 20 in either of the beta weekends, you get the beta wolf pack for your character come release, which is a little wolf that sits on your back. Oh, well, I have to get that. I know, I know. Oh. Like, like, honestly, leveling up to 20 is probably a two-hour job at most. Yeah, well, that's that's going to happen. I want, yeah. I want a wolf thing. Does that happen in the open beta? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Over any beta. Over oh, any beta. good news. And, and if you play the closed beta, your characters are also the same in open beta, if that makes sense. So if I leveled up a sorceress in closed beta, uh, I'd still be able to play her in the open beta. Oh, so your save carries through the two betas. Yeah, but not, not to the, the game. No. Okay, interesting, interesting. And did we find out more about that KFC double stacker if it was available in Australia? I don't know. It's coming to America, though. 
All right, all right. So for those of you, just for some context, we've found some stuff about a, a double-stacker KFC meal that if you order it, you can get the uh, closed beta code, mm -hmm. but we're not sure about details in Australia yet. So if well, you're one of our, our I, reckon it's, I reckon it's coming. You'll rush down to KFC straight away, won't you? My KFC, you know how, where it is. I, I know, it's around the corner from your house. Yeah, I'll get four of them. <laughs> Jesus, I'll feel a bit ripped off of having already pre-ordered the game. <laughs> no, no, it probably won't come to Australia. Well, I'll have to get... Some friends of ours, Austin's getting a phone call. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you could do that. Hey, Austin, can you go get yourself a double stacker? On me, mate. I've, I've sent you $7.50. <laughs> <laughs> One double stacker? <laughs> yep. All right. Anyway, uh, and uh, that's the news. All right, on to the games we've been playing and things like that. All right, let's talk about this. We get two each, Carl. All right, we get two each. Two each? Yeah, for a total of four. For a total of four. All right, you go first while I think. Okay, I've got so 12 here. during my hiatus, which was my power supply blew up my PC pretty much, um, I didn't have a PC to play, so I went back to just standard console gaming, even though console game with the PC anyway. But anyway, um, I went back and I'm like, I might go play Hollow Knight again because someone been playing Hollow Knight at work and talking to me about it. Oh, so yep. I didn't know where I was up to in my previous save from four or five years ago. So I restarted the whole game again from scratch. And I think that was the best option. Uh, and went through the entire game again, managed to finish it and defeat some of the optional bosses as well. Uh, which was an extremely awesome time. Like, that game is so good. The boss fights are awesome. It is such a great Metroidvania. Uh, there is so much to explore and see. Like, it took me about 40 hours to go through it all. Nice. But big game. Wow, that is big. I love how games like that with beautiful art and music and direction can just stay awesome. Like, they age just so beautifully. Like, that could oh, come out today. Yeah, yeah. they felt like it did come out today. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, so it was great. I, I beat one of the hardest optional bosses in Nightmare Grim, which was lots of fun doing that. Oof, I, how I, long I was, did that I, take? I, I wasn't going to go for optional bosses and things like that. I was just going to play through. But then the guy at work kept talking about how he'd beaten all this optional shit. I'm like, well, i got to do that now. <laughs> i got to love that competitive spirit. Yeah, yeah. Even though he wasn't egging me on, I'm like, I just feel like I've got to do it. Otherwise, he'll be like, yeah, but I beat Nightmare Grim. <laughs> you, you didn't and I'd be like yeah so I went and did it. it took me oh god over two sessions three and a bit hours of just the one fight wow wow and how long is the fight is it like a 10 minute 20 minute about, fight about three minutes <laughs> Damn. I love that I love that oh there was some things about the fight like because you, you can fight the normal version of Grim, which I'd already done but Pretty much the nightmare version is just him on cocaine, I guess. I don't know. He does double damage. All of his moves have been um, enhanced. Um, he moves faster. So pretty much he moves faster and hits harder and has more health. So, yeah, uh, it's, it, it's a lot harder. But you sit there and you learn the move set, and it becomes his dance pretty much in the end with him. Yeah, um, I imagine a lot of that game is like that. Like probably, I reckon, after about 90 minutes to two hours of attempts, I knew I had to fight. It was just 
perfect. It was just executing it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You're like, all right, so, I got this. Yeah, like the last 45 minutes, I'm like, I've, I know I've got this. I've just got to do it right. So that's what it came down to. It was great. I can't wait for Silk Song. Kyle can't wait for Silk Song. We're all excited. For, <laughs> Kyle is not excited for Silk Song. I don't know why. I'll try it. I'll jump the, in. Like, Elden Ring I... and Dark Souls, I get you don't like, but this, I just... Yeah. Wrecks my mind that you don't like this. Like, this game All right, let's be talk called... about let's talk about what you like. Let's oh, move on. We've got lots of we, uh, okay, okay. Yes, yeah. You talk about a game quickly. Let's go. All right. What did man? There was a lot that happened, but I guess the the main kind of weird, actual, different thing that happened to me was the the Zomboid Project Zomboid live performance, which happened since the last chat, which I'd never experienced anything like it. And I'd been watching. We've been watching a bunch of our friends play Zomboid. It's like a, a it's a Project Zomboid. It's like a survival post-apocalyptic isometric type you know mmo game and it's just not my thing really but um uh one of our friends a good friend of the show lontre organized with some of the admins of one of the uh, servers in there to do a live music show for the end of the server they did like a server reset and they invited me to come in there and join in and they helped me out by just like because I'm like, I don't play this. I have n no stuff. So one of the admins appeared and said, what clothes do you want? So I like just described my outfit of like a, mm -hmm. a live gig. And they just had made it appear when normally you have to sort of find zombies in the wild, take the clothes off them, wash them, level them up. I was like, I need a, a black shirt, please. A gray hat, these kind of shoes, jeans, a guitar. And then uh, the admin made me invincible for like three hours. And uh. they had to build an actual stage and festival area so they'd been building it over the last week like a bunch of players turned up and admins with hard hats and utes and generators and they had to go collect wood and they built up this whole stage people turned up it was also like um it was it was catered because you get hungry if you stay in one spot too uh -huh. long so they put infinite food in a box nearby so you could just get food during the live performance we did a sound check that morning i turned up and I had the admins show me around the venue. It was just so much fun. I'd never done anything like it. And then we did the show that evening for about like a, an hour and a bit. And then death turned up, which is just a whole event thing that happens very rarely in the game. And there was like, he spawned hundreds of zombies and there was this big fight for the end of the server. And now it's reset uh, at, in a kind of new setting called 10 years after. And the, the whole world's overgrown and things like that. And, and the story canonically has like moved on and there are now these tapes available of bootlegs from the concert and and they're called like the lyrical bootleg and it's all the songs cut up that you can collect in cassettes inside one of these like it's an official mod that you can just search for the lyrical in mods in project zomboid it just was a mind-blowing experience so i don't it's not even a game i've been playing like i played it for an hour and a half but now it's like I'm so interested in hearing about people finding these tapes in the wild. It was just something I'd never imagined six months ago. So I love this kind of stuff. It's really cool. I didn't get an invite. Oh, me neither. I wouldn't know how to play. Now that I'm gone, I don't even know how to get back in. Oh, no everyone, everyone was no invited. One, no one wanted me there to troll. Oh, yeah, you're terrifying. But like, you're invincible, so I wouldn't have been able to do anything. You could have wiped out the whole festival, and you would have tried. No, it was the end of the server anyway. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> it would have been no bootlegs, just like these sounds. You can, in the bootlegs, you can hear like sounds of 
cars and gunshots in the background of the songs. Uh, so that's pretty funny. Uh, nice. Um, and something else I jumped into another old game. Diablo 3 had its uh, season 28 started the other week, which was the Altar of Rights season. Pretty much the, the season gimmick this time. Uh, they put this altar in which gives you all these crazy buffs. Yeah, unlock them. There's 26 unlocks on this thing. So it's like another tree, pretty much. You go through unlock stuff. Uh, from extra damage to auto-salvaging to double primal legendaries, all this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like the final season. Like, there'll still be seasons, but this is like the final season, you feel, before Diablo 4 is out. So it was fun to jump into that, but I went through and I set myself a goal to clear Greater Rift 150. So for a bit of context, there's these, pretty much the end game of Diablo 3 is you run these rifts, which are randomized dungeons. And they start at level one, Greater Rift 1, up to 150 being the hardest. So they're randomized every time. It's just every level or number, it's slightly harder. The enemies have more health and do more damage pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I set myself a task of doing that and I, I managed to do it the other night. It was not fun at the end. The Oof. 150th is just actually dumb doing that. It was just wasn't fun. Um, 149, funnily enough, wasn't too bad. I, and I just don't understand the jump to the 150. It was just It just felt... Sometimes there was these weird difficulty spikes and it just felt odd. Um... Because they're timed, and I did 149 with like four minutes to go, and I should be able to do 150 then with probably, you'd think, about two minutes to go, wouldn't you? Maybe. You yeah. Know, something like that. Mathematically. Yeah. So, no, I had so much trouble. It took me hours of, uh, of attempts, and I just missed out on the timer so many times. I was sporting the boss before the time I ran out, but it was taking me too, too long to kill him sort of thing. Yeah. But it just... I don't know. It was fun going through the season and all that, but when I got to the very high-end stage, it was not fun. And I mean, Diablo is always about killing hordes of monsters and all this sort of stuff because the monsters had so much health by that stage. It wasn't... It was about not just slaughtering them. It was about legit... I was rounding them up on the map, like go, like herding them around like freaking sheep together to try and hit as many of them at the same time constantly and it was still taking minutes upon minutes to just kill basic monsters but because he had so many grouped up and pushed the progress faster it, yeah it was no nah, it was you would not have enjoyed it like the the fun stopped at about oh probably greater rift 120 i reckon wow the, like, the You're last very dedicated oh yeah yeah i will, I, well, I will like, i'm this far now i might as well yeah well i got into the mid 130s and i realized i had to go back get better gear so i got better gear and all that and i came back and that was doable but i pretty much had the best stuff on my character by one item at that stage one item was it just one and it just never dropped for me just never dropped for me the whole season um i just needed the better version of this one item and that was the last upgrade everything else was at peak and I wow. had trouble with it. And it's weird because I've watched pros do it and it looked easy. But I guess they're... That's what but, pros do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was, look, it was fun. I'm, I'm happy I did it. I'm happy I completed the season. Diablo 4 is coming soon. So it was like yeah, my swan song you're so to prepped and ready now. Diablo 3. So yeah, I hope I never have to do that again. What about you, Carl? 
Uh, let's see. Well, I did jump into, so I, I finally finished a bunch of games that I've been uh, messing around with for ages, Oli Oli World and Ghost Runner, they were fun. But um, the, the one I actually wanted to chat about quickly was one of the games I played during Steam's Next Fest. So they did a Next Fest event on Steam where there was just a bunch of showcases of demos of upcoming games, like all indies. Uh, and I, I played a whole bunch. Like, I think I, I played, I want to say, 15 to 20 of them, just jumping in and out, in and out. Um, I really loved Driftwood, Trinity Fusion, but Bionic Bay was the one that got me really good. That game was fantastic. I replayed that demo four or five times, and it was a pretty big demo. And I was trying to speed run it. I was trying to figure out different ways to do it. Bionic Bay is like a, a 2D platformer, but it was like more more like limbo slash inside vibes, but in in a more action kind of sense. So less of um, not as slow as those other ones, but there's still puzzles and you still get killed with a single touch, but your your sprite, it's hard to describe just how beautiful this artwork is. It's pixel art, but it's your sprite is like tiny. It's several millimeters, even less than a centimeter big on the screen at some point. It's like absolutely tiny because the worlds are just massive and full of the most beautiful detail, and they still make it so visible. Uh, and I guess most of the mechanic in this game is that you you get mutated at the start and get these powers and you can jump really far um, and you can swap yourself with an item in the game so that there might be a giant rock or a boulder or something like that and if you touch that boulder at any point in the screen you can press a button and you swap existence with the boulder so you can use it to like stop things dropping on you or lasers cutting through you and it's really hard to describe until you see it but it's a really beautiful game and the mechanic was just so addictive to play and just just a really really cool kind of vibe that's it just brought me back to limbo and inside like the natural evolution to where those games were headed instead of the somerville we got Ooh. Mm. yeah nice bionic bay check it out very cool. I missed out on all Steam Next Fest because my computer was down. So I, I understand. The, I missed out on the whole thing. Well, all the, the demos whole, are still available. Whole thing. Unless yeah, the uh, games are out. Ah, uh, wait for the games to come out. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about before we move on to our review is uh, this weekend is a there's a new game expo starting in Melbourne. It's called the Game Expo. Um, yeah, it's uh, at the convention center on Saturday and Sunday. Um, it features an exhibit hall, um, e <laughs> esports features an exhibit uh, hall, uh, uh, um, a cosplay zone. I'm just going through their website, mate. Does it say it features an exhibit hall? Uh, it said features, and the first one is an exhibit hall. Yes. Okay, you'd hope so. I hope it features at least an exhibit hall. <laughs> okay, you do you want me to go into the finer details here, or do you want me to just keep going? Here? You can do anything you want, man. Okay. Well, the exhibit hall is the heart of TGX, packed with brilliant booths and awesome activities. Did you say boobs? Booths. Oh, sorry. They got rid of bo the the booth babes a long time ago. Okay, man. okay. It's not 1998 anymore. So. Right, right. I was just clarifying. Um. So, so anyway, uh, there's esports. There's a cosplay zone. There's an artist zone. You can bring your own PC. There's tabletop with chess. There's free, chess. Play, ga oh. there's free play gaming. Is there's there any other tabletop games besides chess? 
uh, past apostle oh. on, 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 on her schedule. Don't ask. Okay, okay. Uh, there's special guests and panels. I never saw him put out the panel call, but anyway, uh, there's indie games. Um, yeah, so I'm off there this weekend. I thought I'd just say it's on this weekend. Uh, oh, you're checking day, it out? Day tickets are sold out. You can still buy VIP tickets or a full weekend pass. Day tickets are sold out. So if you just want to go Saturday, that's sold out. Or if you just want to go Sunday, that's sold out. Your only option is buy VIP, where you get access to a bar. Ooh, okay. Supposedly with free alcohol. Okay. Now we're talking. That might might be okay. Let's see how much the tickets (laughs) are. Look at you. You're selling it to yourself. I know, even though I'm going for free. You're VIP doing this tickets. job too well. Oh, wow. $250 for a VIP ticket. Could I drink 250 bucks worth of alcohol? And two- yes, easily. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, free bar? I don't. I think it's a free bar. I don't know. I don't. I, surely it's not. It can't be a free bar. Oh, my god. It'd goodness. have to be like one free drink, wouldn't it? Oh, on entry? That would be yeah. just a kick in the balls. Yeah. Yeah, one free drink. Like, could you imagine if it was an open bar? You just go, all right, $250 over two days. Let's go. Oh, my God. Yeah, but anyway, so the Game Expo, I'll have more in the next episode, but I thought I'd give a little preview to what that is. Um, yep. I guess yeah. if you're listening to this, it may have already happened, but look out for the no, next episode. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> hope to have the episode out before then. Anyway, so let's go on to our review. Let's go with uh, Atomic Heart. So, Atomic Heart, developed by Munfish, published by Focus Entertainment, is a first-person shooter with some linear corridors and some open-world areas set in the 1950s of Russia. Uh, In this alternate history of the world, Russia has had a robot boom. It is now 1950s, and they seem to be the world power with uh, all these robots and things like that. Uh, And the story revolves around... Uh, them trying to advance this even further that they use a hive mind communication for the robots and they want to develop this into humans as well. So pretty much an internet in your brain being able to uh, talk to all the other humans and things like that. And it's all about, I guess, control, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 All that blah, fun blah. stuff. You play as a character as Sergi with your uh, companion hand, Charles. I don't even know what that means, companion hand, Charles. Oh, my God. Well, okay. for context, guys, he has a little <laughs> AI robot that comes out of his hand, kind of like Scorpion, but much, much shorter. And it's just like a little group of tentacles, and he talks to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much the summary of the game. Pretty much this game wants to be Bioshock uh, in the fact that, uh, well, it is first person with a sci-fi feel, but even the first area is set in the clouds. Yeah, and and it has like this... Now, do you want a spoiler of the final part of the game, Carl? Oh, I I don't mind. I just don't want to give it to our yeah, listeners in okay, case they want right. to play. I, I'm going to text you Yes. The, where the final part of the game is, right? Uh, we won't say, but... 
Uh, I'm texting. What you're I'm doing this live? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Why not? Yeah. This is so just to get your reaction. Contentlessness. Here we go. Just to get just to get your reaction. Oh my goodness! I just yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah. Very very Bioshock vibes. Um. I had in in terms of I guess settings and also the way the game plays and that you shoot things. But then you also get like magical spells, like the plasmoids. Yeah, like the plasmoids. But these are more. Uh, these come from your little computer friend, Charles. Yeah. With things like um, freezing and electricity and telekinesis. My first like single line of text that I recorded that I sent over um, Messenger when I first tried this game was, "It's pretty much a copy of Bioshock. Sure, doesn't mean it's not fun to mess with. I guess." <laughs> Which that was just my one line of like after about an hour or two of playing it. So, and it is, you know, before we get into any crazy stuff, it is fun to play with. Like mechanically, the the telekinesis stuff and the freezing stuff is actually and, and leveling it up all all in the in the menu system. Wish the menu system was easy to follow, uh, but yeah, it's actually fun to play. Mm. And I do love, I do love a 1950s future setting. You know, like the mm. Fallouty or yeah. like the Hello Tomorrow retro future show. I love all that stuff. So yep. why didn't I like it still, Callan? That's the big question I've been trying to figure out myself. Um, I think a lot of this comes down to. So we're giving you guys the sort of broad outline. So now we're we're gonna just let loose on this thing. Um, oh, it's also really pretty like it looks great well i want to say that too i didn't get that same feels because i played on pc after you're like you should play it on pc your pc be able to run it fine i never said that i said it runs yes. great on xbox series x dylan said that dylan's running it on pc and he's loving it he's got a beast though so i don't know what you're running on Ooh. not beast oh okay same <laughs> yeah yeah so uh it looks pretty average on mine Xbox Series X, baby. It's right there. Oh, I keep seeing screenshots. I'm like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. Oh, yeah. It's it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's got the ray tracing. And it, um, it's, it's on Game Pass as well. Yeah. Look, I think this... I don't like this game. I'm just going to say it right now. Yeah, it was fine. I think if you never played any uh, of the others, you'd uh, have a no, ball. What it comes down to, big time, and... It's the characters. I don't like the characters. Yeah, same. The, None the main of them. The main character sucks. Yep. Like, absolutely sucks. Like, Forspoken got a lot of sh shit over its dialogue. I didn't see anyone jumping up and down about this. Pretty much the same, but worse, again, I think. Yeah. Anyway, just someone Cringy, with yelling AI at their companion AI. Yep. yelling at it constantly. For no reason. Like, for, that made you feel no bad. For no reason. Not funny. Just... And it wasn't yeah. just cringe. It was like, it was awkward. It was past yeah. cringe. It was like, I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the way he was treating this companion where you're like, this thing's only trying to help you. And you're trying yeah. to be cool, but you're making it sound like you're just a cruel dickhead. Kind of yeah, like, and yeah, I don't want to be there. Your character's that. just a dickhead and you just got to put up with him a whole time. And it's just, I don't know, it just was really off-putting. And I think from that from that moment on, it was just like the rest of the game was like, Ugh. But lucky the it, vending machines were cool, right? Well, then there's this vending machine, <laughs> this over-sexualized over vending machine. I'm not going to go into what it says. But again, it's not needed. 
at yeah. all. Yeah, and I haven't felt like, like uncomfortable you, like that in You make that a machine mute, the game is actually better. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, it's, uh, in fact, it you could was probably, not needed. You could probably mute the whole game and play it like an old school uh, Japanese RPG and just read the subtitles and have no voice. It might be just a bit better. He'd still be mean to his hand thing, though. But that machine, I've, I don't know. Like, I've, I've got, gotten pretty, like, a hard, you know, thick skin when it comes to that kind of stuff and, and feeling awkward and weird because games have been weird for decades about, yeah. you know, sexualizing things. And you're just like, this is, like, you're missing the point, guys. But still, I get what you're trying to do. But let's move on. Whereas this, I'm like, actually uncomfortable and was waiting for it to stop and not enjoying my time at all it, yeah yeah it was and each time you meet this vending machine it goes into it again it's funny for maybe i want to say 10 seconds and you're like oh that's a lot and then it just keeps going at the same level like it ramps it up and it doesn't shut up it doesn't yeah. get any quieter it's like it's constantly trying to shock you but after you've been shocked once it doesn't work anymore so it, to me, it feels the same way as if you walk through a door and your friend like scares you, right? Like a like a jump scares and goes like bah, and you go holy shit! I didn't see you there. But imagine your friend went bah and just keeps going for like twenty minutes. You're like, dude, I'm. You can stop now. Like I'm not scared anymore. You shocked me already. And he's like bah bah bah, and you're like, man, can you please stop? It felt like that. You're like, I'm. The effect wore off in one second, buddy. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what? Uh, I, I I think the best way to describe this game in a nutshell is it's a serviceable Bioshock. A what? Service, serviceable. A serviceable Bioshock. Yeah, I, I guess so. It is like the gameplay feels fun. And that's kind of... Yeah. As a, as a like, game demo, I could imagine this was like really cool to play and people... And the setting is cool. It's interesting. It does interesting things. There's like that weird water stuff you can swim through that's kind of yeah. plastic water. And yeah, the plastic water swimming stuff's kind the of The enemies look different. cool. The the design of the robots, some are creepy in, in an interesting way. The world is interesting. There's so much there, but it, I feel yeah, like it was just, so close. just doesn't come together properly. I think that's a big thing, and I think they've missed a mark on a lot of things, and there's a lot of things that... I guess, yeah, it makes me sort of go, ugh, all right. And then when, when that keeps happening, when you keep going, ugh, all right, then the whole experience and joy of the game goes down, you know, and it's not as good, and it just doesn't feel as good. And I don't know, it just seems to... I don't know. Something about this game that just doesn't sit right with me, man. Yeah, it feels... It just feels a little... Like a... I don't know. It doesn't even feel like a double A title. Like if I was gonna say, it feels like one of those old school THQ double A titles. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I I don't know. So if you're gonna score, like, yeah, it's a weird one. But anyway, it is on Game Pass. Um, so you can pick it up. Uh, for... yeah. And it's also quite linear as a story. So if you are curious. It's on Game Pass. You can just kind of play through it. I'd say mute the audio. Oh, uh, the, oh the best way to describe it, I wouldn't say as linear as much. Like, if you've played Metro, uh, Metro Exodus, I was going to say Metroid. Metroid uh, Exodus. Met Ooh. Metro. Uh, it's like 
that in that there's these little open world areas, but they're kind of linear in the same way. Like the open world areas, like it's not an open world as such. Yeah, like what they call wide linear. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, give us your give us your rundown on this one. Man, I, I give this. It's it was almost a five for me, but I, I bumped it up to a six because it is as a video game. It is very fun. I was gonna slice it right down the middle and say like, but it that's not giving enough to it. Feels mechanically wonderful, and many games struggle with feel like the shooting is satisfying the magic is satisfying and we didn't mention one thing which is my favorite thing of the whole game oh, is yeah, the, your telekinesis thing well the looting it's got the best loot collecting mechanic i've ever seen in any game where in so many games like this you need to get a lot of materials and bits and pieces and you're opening cupboards and drawers in this you you just open your hand up and you can loot the whole room you can just kind of sweep over and you can watch it animate and all, all these drawers are opening up and cupboards are opening and things are flying at you and you're just sort of collecting it all in in one shot and that's very satisfying so the game it does feel fun a lot and i'd say play it in easy just smash through and have a ball it but still it's a six because it is it, you really get pulled back by that writing and the mm. characters it's 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 a downer it's a real downer yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with you a six as well also another thing it's got a very long drawn out intro at least an hour, at least. Maybe an hour and a half if you mess around a bit and like, talk to people. Well, Bioshock's intro was cool. Yeah. Like, this had some cool bits, and you go, oh, cool. But it just keeps going, you're like, let me play now. And then it tours the island after, yeah. and then it does another intro, and there's, like, a little moment where you walk around, and there's, a, like, a taste of action, and then another intro, and then you're flying in the car, and you're like... Just let me play. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it was a long drawn out intro. Like the boat ride at the start, I was just like, "Let me off, let me off the boat." But yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty on the nose sort of game. Um, it's a good way to describe it, actually. It's on the nose. very on the, the nose. The dialogue and all that, which makes it a really hard game to enjoy. Like a really hard game to enjoy, even though it's got some cool. Things under the hood, it wasn't a fun ride. It could be one of those cool games. This type of game, I would never normally play like this, but maybe it's a type of game that you play the same way you play something like, say, Dead Cells, where you have, uh, you know, like um, a YouTube video or a TV show happening on the side that you're kind of half listening to while you do the fun stuff and just mute the sound. You know, normally mm. I wouldn't do that in a story game. That's kind of how I play. Say, yeah, Tetris or Dead Cells. You kind of just run through the game automatically and you have stuff happening on another screen that you're yeah. you know, watching, a, you know, one of those sports ball games. Okay. <laughs> uh, can't wait for a review on AFL 23. It's going to be great. Anyway, uh, that was Atomic Heart. So, uh, yeah, that was our review of Atomic Heart. Uh, so let's move on with this. We'll do our little where you can find us. As always, you can find me. I, I back into the streaming thing on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch. Come hang out. 
follow. I'd like a thousand followers one day, please. Yay! Please. Let's get him there. Let's, let's get him there. Yeah, let's get please him there. Follow, I'm in follow. the mid seven fifties at the moment. Um, but yes, I've been streaming a lot of my. I streamed a lot of my progress through Diablo three actually. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be sort of streaming random things here and then, and a big sort of focus on Diablo four when it releases. Yes, so that should be fun. Uh, also, Twitter at Game Train Talk. Where can they find you, Carl? Uh, you can find me and my music by just searching The Lyrical on YouTube or Spotify. I'm on Twitch as The underscore Lyrical on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and on Instagram at The Lyrical. Yep. Awesome. All right. Uh, so before we wrap up the episode, because we were going to get through this so I can go sleep. Um, <laughs> uh, That's how we roll, our, guys. We're going to do our lame, love, and hype train, so let's roll into the lame train first. All right, so what lamed you this week? Man, this week was a really simple one because it's close to my heart. Um, it was the the earning call reveal of Mortal Kombat 12. It really it really hit me because those guys are really? such legends. I thought you'd be excited that they've announced Mortal nah, Kombat 12. I just, I love the work they do. Ed Boon's awesome. That team is so cool. I love Mortal Kombat. And their reveals are so like bombastic. You know, it's not like a slow build of the vibe. It's just like this crazy cool stuff. And I would have loved to have just seen a drop somewhere, like a trailer. I just, I hate leaks, you know, of any kind, but especially of things like this where this one was, it was their CEO. You know, they would have been sitting there and heard the news and went, what the hell, dude? You know, like all of the staff, all of the developers, the marketing team, they would have had this whole strategy planned and their CEO, like, what do you do? You can't fire the guy. You know what yeah. I mean? I just, yeah. I was like, come on, one little sentence. And it was just right at the very end. He got through the whole earnings call and like before he hung up, he's like, oh yeah. And you know, these things are going really well, especially with, uh, you know, we have Mortal Kombat 12 coming and you're like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. And it's later this year. And you're like, dude, shut up. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 that was lame for me. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, but you got to think it's exciting because now we get a big fighting game showdown. I know, but it's coming later this year. So that means we would have seen this announcement within the month, you know, something cool. So. Uh, maybe June. Maybe, exactly, something cool for E3 yeah. even. What about you? Uh, yeah, so for me, uh, mine is the power supply dying in my PC. Yeah, okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty easy one. That's got pretty up easy. That, got up that morning and was like, no, no power in the wall. My, my fuse is gone. Like, my fuse has got tripped and everything. I had to sort out what it was, worked out it was the PC, went to the shop, put it in, had to wait weeks to get it fixed. How about that? Without a computer for weeks. Yeah, and you then were. I had Shlee here, and Shlee's like, oh, I could have fixed that for you. I'm like... <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. But we had to get the problem diagnosed first, so Shlee wouldn't have been able to diagnose the problem. Well, how about your... Didn't... I was going to say, how about your Islander friend in the middle of touring at um, Airly Beach just telling you it was the power supply and diagnosing it on the phone with you? That was pretty cool. Well, I diagnosed it myself when it's probably power supply. I didn't hear that. You were saying but, my computer's dead. And I was like, how about oh, this? okay. Which I've uh, never, I'm only saying because I've never done before ever about okay, anything. Okay, I'll call you Ryan from now on. Yay, thank uh, you. Um, So yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit crap. It's a, an expense I didn't need. 200 and something bucks to fix and all that. At least it didn't fry everything else, which it could have. Yeah, exactly. You have all your stuff in your hard drive, all your yeah. work. But, yeah. you know. 
If you want any recommendations on Next Fest, just call your mate Carl Ryan. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Let's roll into the love train. I've loved this slew of old games that we're jumping back into and just feeling comfortable getting right just in there. Just a second. I just got to cross something out in my notes. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's, but, like, so last time. I think one we really got into last time was one we actually missed. This is not really missing games. We talked about The Messenger a few years ago. But this was like Ghost Runner I played back in 2020. Mm. And then I did it as a lead up to Cyberpunk 2077 because I, I wanted a first person Cyberpunk game just to get me through. And then I, I went back again now, what, three years later. And I just adored it. I like it, ironically, more than the game I bought it to hype me up for. Like, I love it mm. way more than Cyberpunk. I spent hours in it. And Oli Oli World, Dead Cells, like Diablo 3 for you, and Hollow Knight. You know, like, these games just exist. It's so nice that we're in just, just like, pocket. And we're so spoiled for games right now. But I love this, just the slew of old games, getting attention and getting loving again. I'm loving it. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, mine was uh, getting back into D3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Diablo 3, going for that last season, as I said before, before Diablo 4. Um, that game has had a wild ride, I think, Diablo 3, from when it first launched. and 11 the, years ago? Yeah, the, <laughs> the uh, messed up endgame that was there through to what it is today, went through a lot of changes. Um, I'm hoping with Diablo 4, they've learned a lot from Diablo 3 now. Yes. Um, that you can't just make magic from nothing. That you've, you know, you you got to have something good there for the players to experience. And yeah, there's a lot wrong with Diablo 3. They fix a lot of stuff. It, is it the perfect game? No. Is it as good as Diablo 2 was? Probably not. But they still managed to, um, I guess, what's the word? Salvage not it? salvage it from what it was yeah um but yeah playing it and seeing the whole thing now 28 seasons later um Oof. and then playing through you know we're gonna get seasons in d4 three months worth you know at a time or whatever yeah yeah uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they expand on that and already looking at the end game stuff it's looking better than d3 in terms of d3 you run riffs that's what you do d4's got a lot more options to do it end game yeah, that's going to be exciting to see what kind of mechanics they throw in and oh, instead of oh, just a thematic look or whatever. Yeah, I meant like just in the base game, the um, the end game. Like the, the end game of D3 is just run riffs. Mm, D4, oh, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot more things to sort of do it end game, but we'll see how that goes. Anyway, uh, let's roll into the hype train. <laughs> what are you hyped for? Um, I'm actually hyped to check out Diablo 4 on the open beta. Oh, nice. Yeah, I nice. actually I actually am. That game looks really cool, but it's one of those games that because I'm not so connected to it like as deeply as you are or a lot of the fan base, I get excited for it, but I don't like to think about it too much for too long because then it's just this other mm. thing that lives in my brain that I'm excited for that's too far away. But now that it's close, I'm actually super keen to check out. Oh, and I forgot to mention the... Forza Horizon Rally DLC, which is the 29th of March. Ah, I'm pretty nice. hyped for it. And, and they've never, you know, done a bad DLC for... I don't know if I can think of one. So hopefully this one isn't it, but hopefully it means it'll be something cool. But yeah. Nice. Mine is also Diablo 4 Beta. 
Oh, uh, what about past the parcel? <laughs> no, um, not past the parcel. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to actually jump in. Like the press got act this pretty much as beta months ago to play through over a couple of days. Damn, I I, I didn't. Oof, but it's it's okay. That's okay, guys. Uh, it's okay. Um, but so now I get to jump in and try it out. Um, I'm I'm humming and hiring on how much I'm going to play the beta. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to unlock the beta wolf pack, but how many of the classes I'm going to play or mess around with? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's strange because it's like a full act. Do I want? I don't know. It's it's weird. So are you trying to balance? Do you want spoilers? Do you want to experience it fresh? But also, do you want to be good at it and like full pro when it comes out? Yeah, well, it's like when the game comes out, am I going to just lightning bolt act one? Yeah. I mean, you will. Like, yeah, because I already know what happened. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll be in there like looking around like a lost puppy. Yeah. Fractured peaks or whatever it is the first First level, but you will still get to experience this and go up to level 20, and that's exciting for you. And I'm kind of excited to hear your thoughts because you don't know much about the game. No, I do not. I've seen some footage and it looks awesome, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll have to uh, hear all that uh, maybe on the next episode of yes. Game Train po- Podcast. What game right are we? Well, we're probably looking uh, at like. It'll be Resi 4. Resi 4. That's exciting. I've never played that either. Yeah. 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 I think that's the next big one. So, um, yeah. Resi 4 remake. Um, oh, yeah. That'll be great. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, that should be cool. Um, I'll have my thoughts on the game expo as well then. Um, and, yeah. We'll be talking to D4 beta because we would have both played it then. Oh, this is um, going to be a good comeback for that one, guys. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's actually going to be a good yeah. episode. I feel like. You know when people talk of filler episodes and TV shows? Wow. <laughs> wow. Were we were we episode seven of Last of Us? Oh, God. Aww. That was a good episode. That was the DLC. Yeah. It was it was nice. It was nice. <sighs> there were better episodes. There were there were six better episodes leading up to it. Okay. All right. Well, I reckon episode eight was awesome. Yeah. So there were six better episodes leading up to it, and then the one after it was also better. But yeah, it was still oh, good. I thought they nailed episode eight, by the way. Yeah, they did. Episode eight oh. with Troy Baker. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, and the David character. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So very good. creepy. So and the, good. They had the boss fight in there. Yeah, and they had the Joel scene in there. Oh, they. I thought they skipped that for those two people in the mountains and yeah. did it nicely. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, actually, it was almost worse. Yeah, yeah. It went all yeah. out. But it shows he does. And it, why are we reviewing The Last of because Us? Because it's a video game. Oh, no, this show. is the podcast, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, about that podcast. new Toyota Hilux? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, we're going to wrap it up there, folks. We're all back soon with Resi 4 and D4. Wow, there's lots of 4s. Uh, coming. And, yeah, uh, anything else, Carl? There is a lot of force. Yeah, I know. No, that's everything. Forza! All right, okay. Uh, All right, this this has been Game Train.